Welcome to the special Sunday Comics episode of Under the Call of MS, episode number 34. We are going to look into a few things today that I came across. Uh, we'll start out with Take 10 Beetle Bailey by Mort Walker, another one of my little mini cartoon books that I picked up. We'll talk about some of the different ones in here. We got Beetle Bailey kicked back on his bunk. Got people around him yelling out, there they go, into a huddle. There's the snap. Put your arm around me, Harold. Harold, don't get fresh. He's fading back. I'm sorry. Don't leave. Come back. Another pass. I can't resist you, Harold. I'm all yours. Completion. Oh, Harold. Ordinary, and then Beetle says, ordinarily, when both sets are on, they don't blend at all. So you just listen to two TV sets at once. And then yet, guys in the dining hall, the surges from the camp saying the dining hall would be much nicer if the men wore dress uniform. Well, maybe. And what about carpeting on the floor? What about the cook? He already has carpeting, Beetle Bailey said. Uh, if you know the cook from the Beetle Bailey cartoons, he's a very hairy character. Right, Sarge's, one of the Sarge's says, did you get another big box of cookies from home, Beetle? Beetle says, yes, sir. And Sarge's says, that's what's wrong with Sarge then. Beetle says, indigestion? Question mark. And the Sarge says, cookie elbow. And you see Sarge walking out with his arm in a sling, eating too much cookies. One of the cooks has a tray of hash and says, this hash tastes terrible, cookie. He says, let me taste it. Maybe it needs something. And they see the guys with the going through the food line and cookies given each person a bottle of ketchup to kill the flavor. Okay, you got a couple talking. Lady says to the gentleman, remember when he said he didn't like our popcorn? We let him bring his own. And you see Sarge behind a group of guys in line for a movie. And the lady says, that was our first mistake. And Sarge is walking in with a Plate full of food. And yet, the general, talking to Zero, says, Zero, before you bring it back to me, will you check the tires? And Zero's paying General Half-Track's name on, on the Jeep. So, next panel, you see the general looking out his window as... Zero pulls up in his Jeep and all the tires are checkered. 
Zero's not smartest cookie in the bunch, but he's funniest one. All right, you got one of the guys. What happened, Beetle? Beetle says, Sarge said he had half a mind to beat me to a pulp, and I agreed. And you see Beetle all beaten down on the ground. The other guy says, you agreed to let him beat you to a pulp? Beetle says, no, I agreed he had half a mind. And you got Sarge and Cookie going at it. Sarge says, you're a lousy cook, you know that? Cookie says, you're not very smart to say that. Would you bite the hand that feeds you? And then Sarge puts ketchup on Cookie's hand. So it probably tastes better than what Cookie made. All right. Yeah, Sarge at a doctor's office. Sarge says, fat? That's not fat, doctor. It's muscle. Go ahead. Hit me. See for yourself. Doctor says, I'll teach you a lesson, I will. Punches Sarge, Sarge right in the gut and just squishes in a little bit. And Sarge doesn't move or flinch. Then Sarge says, you have a very fatty fist, sir. <laughs> yeah, Beetle talking to Cookie. Beetle says, Cookie, you know the those raccoons you've been feeding? Cookie says, yeah, what about them? Beetle says, I think they passed the word. See, bear, raccoon, fox, rabbit, deer, porcupine, all standing outside the tents, waiting for their shares. All right, yeah, Beetle and Sarge going at it. Beetle says, don't boss me around. I'm just as smart as you are. Sarge says, come here, Beetle. What did you do all day? Beetle says, dug ditches in the hot sun. Sarge says, what did I do? And Beetle says, sat behind that desk by the air conditioner. Sarge says, think about it. <laughs> Obviously not as smart as Sarge. All right. You had zero and Sarge. Zero comes up, says, Sarge. Sarge says, Dern burn it. If it isn't Lieutenant, Lieutenant Fuzz pestering me, it's zero. As he's eating his sandwich with his drink. Sarge says, get out of here, zero. Go bug Lieutenant Fuzz. And then you, next panel, you see zero. It says, I get all the tough jobs. And he's laying underneath Lieutenant Fuzz's desk, planting a, bu a bug. And yet, one of the Sarges and the regular Sarge and Zero on here, and it says, one Sarge says to Sarge, who's on cleanup duty today? Sarge says, Zero. And the other one says, I better make sure he gets this window. Uh, since the window's all dirty, he writes on the window, in the dirt, Zero, please wash. And Zero walks past the window and sees Zero, please wash. Next panel, you see Zero in the shower washing himself. Sergeant Zero, Sarge says, go get me some ice cream, Zero. Zero says, cup, cone, or stick. Sarge says, I don't care. Surprise me. Zero comes back. Did I do good? Basically got a 
ice cream cone with six different toppings on top of it and then three cones on top of there. Sure, Serge, Serge was happy for her. either way. And the last one I'll do is you got the crew out in the rain walking out there doing their usual duties. And Beetle says, Sarge left a note. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Then you see the Sarges show up, look at the notes, and Sarge says they left. They went back to the their quarters. Yep, that was another fun one. Not as funny as I would have liked, but I had some cute ones in there. Okay. I'd like to give a little shout out here. I know listeners are from around the world. Not everybody's in Wisconsin, but if you are in Wisconsin, I got this nice little thing going on right now. It's called Wisconsin or Wisconsin Funnies. And a comic artist from the Badger State exhibit work at MOA. Yeah, formats and preoccupations change, but comics never lose their power to communicate, criticize, and entertain. Wisconsin Funnies, 50 Years of Comics, presented through November 22nd by the Museum of Wisconsin Art in two locations, surveys our state's role in the great hurly-burly of funny words and pictures especially from underground and alternative points of view. MOA offers a historical walkthrough in its main location. Well, you can look it up on their website and find out where the two locations are if you are in the area and would like to uh, find out more about it and check out the exhibits. I know I want to get to the West Bend one and check it out. Then they got a little cartoon here called Bad Kid Roll Call that they have in the paper. And it says, these are the people who will get you in trouble or make you feel weird. They have three different characters with a little synopsis of each one. First one is Jimmy Littell. He will streak and he will run through your yard. Ron Sasser knows where the dirty magazines are at the corner store. Kim Eskert, she looks very innocent, but she steals things when she comes over. Page from Linda Berry's Bad Kid Roll Call, which you can see at the one of the funny areas. Uh, Peter Poplowski's cover art for the show includes the tagline for Midwest Intellectuals with Nostalgia Neurosis. The show will be nostalgic for hippies, freaks, and fans of alternative newspapers including the Bugle, American, and the Fox River Patriot. Co-creator Dennis Kitchen, a co-founder of both of those newspapers, is a central figure in the exhibit born in 1946. 
While Kitchen is drawing hippies and written drug, drug jokes, his clean, accessible style, sense of humor, and personal drive would have made him a comic artist in any generation. Kitchen pokes fun at everyone, the journal, the hippies, the process of journalism, and himself. As the founder of the Kitchen Sink Press and an entrepreneur, Kitchen published Piers collaborated with Marvel giant Stan Lee on a short series of comic books and brought back into print collections of Al Capp's Little Abner and Ernie Bushmiller's Nancy. Show's other giant figure is Madison cartoonist Linda Berry, who won MacArthur Foundation Genius Grant, and Berry broke into the alternative comics world in 1979 with her strip, Ernie Pook's Comic. Bad Kid Roll Call 2004 is timeless comic strip humor with its portraits of little thugs and thugettes like Gwen Green, who kicks innocent people because of no reason. Carla Mosley wants to steal cigs from your mom and she will hit you. And Sig Nelson is a pyro. Every schoolyard has a Sig Nelson. Barry also exemplifies the rise of the graphic novel as an art form with works such as her 100 Demons, a contemporary from 2002, a contemporary riff on a 16th century Zen work. Some 25 artists are included in the show, including such big names as Will Eisner from The Spirit, and the contract with God, and Art Spiegelman from Maus, Maus, M-A-U-S, represented by a, a cover illustration he made for Kitchen Snarf comic book. It's something that if you enjoy, I suggest you check it out. Um, they show Peter Polanski's caricature of Stan Lee. And Dennis Kitchen is shown in here. And you can see it as part of Wisconsin Funnies. But yeah, it's nice to see. Something be done in that uh, genre. Getting it more recognition because it is becoming a lost art form gradually as everything's becoming digital and we're losing all our paper. Uh, newspapers and stuff like that and magazines starting to dwindle away. But let's look at comics. These are the comics from last week. I'm a little behind. But again, not a big week as far as hilarity. But uh, Definitely puts more time and effort into these. It's like, I don't know, it's you're only pumping out one comic page a week, and it can't be that rough to come up with something, especially with all the faint weird issues that are going on in today's society right now. Speaking of that, Dilbert here, the characters on here have masks on for the COVID thing. One guy says. I installed a silencer in our pointed-haired boss's face mask. 
Now he's the only one who can hear himself talk, but he doesn't know it. Here he comes, play along. Their boss shows up, and there's no words in his little wound word bubble above his head. And they're just pretending like they're hearing him and saying, uh-huh, okay, thanks. And then the guy says, and I can do the same thing to the face mask of anyone else who bores me. And then the other guy he's talking to starts talking, and his word bubbles him. <laughs> And he just says, uh-huh. <laughs> All right. The good old family of the Lockhorns. Always picking on each other. Yeah, five different little picture panels here. The first one, old man's laying on the couch. Woman's walking away, and there's another guy standing by the couch. And the old man says, I'm going through the penalty phase of forgetting our anniversary." while he's sleeping on the couch. And yet, the husband and wife, they're in a computer store, says, get the desktop, Leroy. You no longer have a lap. <laughs> Getting too fat. Then you got the couple in a, a car dealership, and he's checking out a sporty car. She says, I hate to break it to you, Leroy but you're too old to be having a midlife crisis. Then you got the couple in the kitchen and her mother's sitting in the living room knitting away and he says, your mother's here and she cranked up the thermostat. Now I know what hell is like. And the final panel is his wife and a lady sitting on the couch. He's sitting in his chair, and his wife says, Leroy's moments are more, oh my God, than aha. <laughs> All right, Bizarro. Always oh, a strange comic you gotta try and figure out. This one, you got a guy talking on the phone, says, and throwing a few dozen half naked painted green and gold. Next panel, you see semi truck open up, backs opened up. A couple guys in COVID masks pulling these cardboard. It's well, the side of the van says fans to you, stadium services. And they're pulling out basically cardboard cutouts of fans in green and gold that they're going to put in the stands because no one can actually go to an event anymore. Either put up giant camera, giant TVs in their place, or little cutout characters, or who knows what we'll see in the future. But probably would be a good business to start up this day and age. Any more on this one? Oh, Hagar the Horrible. Hey, uh, Hagar and his daughter at a carnival. Daughter says, Daddy, I've been considering potential career choices. I need to figure out what I'm best suited for. And you see her throwing a ball at a hit-the-bottle thing and wiping out all the bottles. You see her doing the strength thing with the mallet, and she hits that and dings the bell. You got the bow and arrow, the archery area, and she's hitting the bullseye. 
and then they're walking out and Hagar's got all the stuffed animals he's carrying and he says to her, have you considered Viking warrior? Taking after dear old dad. Hey, check out the other newspapers, comics, quick. Got pickles. Eyes up top one of mine. Yeah, kid standing alongside the couch, and you got grandpa sitting on the couch with a ice ice pack on one of those old ice water bottle things on his head, and the dogs laying next to him with the, his head on it. Grandpa's lap, and the kid says, "Do you have a headache, Grandpa?" Grandpa says, "Yep." As you see, you see, the more I learn, the bigger my brain gets, and I've learned a lot. If I learn much more, my head is going to pop open like a popcorn kernel. It says, "Oh no, Grandpa, what are you going to do?" He says, "I'll have to make my brain shrink somehow." It says, "How can you do that?" Grandpa picks up his phone and says, social media. That's very true because the world they think would be getting smarter, but they're getting dumber because they have everything in their palm of their hands. All right. Mother Goose and Grandma, another top one. Mother Goose says, and Grandma are in the house. Mother Goose says to Grandma, Hawoo, Grimmy Poo. Did did Gwimmy miss Mummy last night? Is him Mummy's widow wascal? And then Grim says, I'm leave, living with Elmer Fudd. Doesn't have much in here. Let's box track. Uh, you got kid watching TV, eating popcorn, TV, his word bubble coming out of it says, he's been invited to a party and no one is wearing a mask and everyone is standing closer than six feet apart and the children have been attending school for nearly a month. He's outrun poison darts and a giant stone ball. Slid under a speeding truck while fighting multiple Nazis, narrowly avoiding having his head melted by the literal wrath of God. But will he survive this? And then Kid's brother comes in the room and he says to the other one, I really miss the old forms of danger. And then the TV, you see Indiana Jones and the granddaughter's birthday. <laughs> All right. Couple little riddles they have in this one. Finish it off with. And it says, What is a vampire's favorite fruit? Nectarines. <laughs> and the other one is, What do you call a cow that eats your grass? A lawn moor. <laughs> I know, they're stupid and cheesy. Gonna do. I like this segment. This is one of my favorite segments. Hope you guys enjoy it. But yeah, newspapers out there. I'm just really disappointed lately in the newspaper comic. So hopefully, future weeks we'll have some more. 
don't really have much MS stuff for you today. I'm basically uh, pre-recorded this podcast because I wanted to put one out this Sunday since I didn't go on out last Sunday. I think this is going to become more of a regular weekly thing. Can feel free to drop me a line, tell me if you like this segment or not. If you think I should get rid of it or whatever, I probably won't listen to you because I like it. I'm doing it for myself, <laughs> but who knows? But uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have some better comics coming up in the near future. And I got this one out ahead of time. So it would post on Sunday since I'm going in for the COVID test and I'll be gone most of the day. Getting that out of the way, getting a couple podcasts in, so I'm ready for this whole colonoscopy week. But enjoy your week, rest of your weekend, and I hope you enjoyed Sunday Comics. Everybody, just have a great day. <laughs>